Hey everybody and welcome to the Enlighten Me podcast. I'm your host Mackenzie and you are listening to an Enlighten Me mini episode or as I call them EMMs and today we are chatting about goal setting. This is something that's a little off-brand for me. Normally I'm talking about things like sustainability or something along those lines but it's something that Justin, my husband, and I get questions about a lot especially around this time of year. If you're new to the show, we do a year-in-review episode that comes out at the beginning of each year, and that will be coming out later this week, and part of it is talking about goal-setting for the year ahead. For the past three years, we've done a getaway at the beginning of the year to evaluate where we're at and things we're doing well or things we'd like to see change and just kind of reset ourselves. We do this for ourselves individually, for our marriage, and for our family as a whole. And it's one of my favorite things that we do. I feel like it's really healthy and something that every couple should get to do. We talk about work, we talk about friendships and health and hobbies. We really don't leave anything out, okay? Nothing is off limits during this time. And actually something that we do is we take a big poster board with us wherever we go so that we can write down our goals and the things we want to remember for the year ahead so that we can look back on them and then we have something to refer to all year long and check in with and see how we're doing. Again, this is something that's really great for couples, but even for singles too. I think everyone should do this kind of reflection exercise and really think about the goals they want to set for the year ahead and find ways to make them stick. The new year always brings a lot of reflection and time to set goals for people, but usually by the end of the year, we've forgotten what those goals were. So that's why I'm doing this episode today because I wanted to give you some tools that we've been able to use to make achievable goals and actually stick with them. So to start with our actual goals, we go by the five F's, okay? So if you haven't heard of this before, it's faith, family, fitness, finances, and friends. We each set anywhere from one to three goals for each of these categories, and these are kind of our individual goals. So it's not necessarily a couple's thing, so anyone could do this. It's just the goals that we have for ourselves in each of those categories. When it comes to goals with our faith, these are really just personal growth things, and I'm going to use Christianity as the example here because my husband and I are both Christians, but this would be things like reading your Bible every day or joining a small group, things like that, but you could obviously use this for whatever faith you subscribe to, but it's for looking at goals that you want to set to grow yourself or your community when it comes to faith. For family, these are things that you want to see happen, whether it's within your marriage or within your immediate family, or like I said, if you're single, if it's something that you want to do to make sure you're seeing your family more often or spending more time with them or maybe setting more boundaries with them, whatever it is for you personally. So we've said things like we want to make sure we're having dinner around the table together every night or make sure that we're not watching more than a couple shows a week and actually spending quality time together each evening. So those are just a few examples of family goals. And then there's fitness, which is a trend for a lot of us when it comes to the new year to set some fitness goals. So these could be workout related or they could be eating habits or even self-care type things. Like I want to make sure I start going to the chiropractor at least once a month to take care of my body. So don't necessarily think of fitness just as a physical workout. And of course there's finances. This is a big one, especially if you are in a relationship to make sure you're on the same page about. So this could be goals for saving, goals for making money, goals for budgeting your money, or even goals for giving away your money, like making sure you're giving away 10% of your income or whatever it is for you. And last but not least, there's friends, which is the fun category. So this could be things like, we wanna make sure we're inviting our friends over at least twice a month for dinner. Or I wanna make sure I'm doing at least one girl's night a month. Or maybe there's a friendship that you would really like to see 
grow in the new year. So you could say, I want to make sure I'm spending more time with this person in 2021. Again, whatever it is for you, but I love the five Fs. I think it's a really helpful way to kind of look at your life and all the major aspects of it and make goals in each of those categories. So like I said, we each pick one to three goals for each of those categories and they can be things that you want to do just on your own or they can be goals that you're making together. But I think having three total is good for each category. And then sometimes if we need more personal type goals, we'll each pick three personal goals and three professional goals. So maybe the personal goal would be something like, okay, I want to make sure I'm getting up and reading a devotional every morning, or I want to make sure every day I do yoga, or for professional things, I want to make sure that I get a raise this year, or that I join a professional development organization this year. There are all kinds of things you could do here, but if you need to make more individualized goals, if you're a couple, then doing the three personal and three professional goals is a really helpful way to do that. Something else that we always discuss in this time together is our family rules, which sounds kind of strict, but it's not meant to be. It's five to 10 rules or just things that we want to set the tone for our whole family. And this isn't just for people with kids, okay? This could even be for yourself. Like, I wanna make sure a rule in my household is that after 5 p.m., I put my phone away, no more time on my cell phone, okay? So after the working day is through, I'm done with my phone, I'm putting it up. Again, that could be for a single person, or that could be for a whole household of parents and kids altogether. Or maybe it's that I want to make sure I do one fun thing a week, okay? I spend so much time working and I want to make sure that at least once a week I'm doing something fun, whether it's going out with my friends or going for a hike or something like that. Or maybe it's something simple like let's make sure we pray together every morning. That's a rule for our family. Every morning that we get up, before we get ready for work, we got to pray together. Again, we call them family rules, but these are just habits that you either want to create or habits that you either want to stop doing. And we call them family rules. And again, we set about five to 10 of those whenever we have this conversation each year. And every year they change. Sometimes we carry rules on from the years past, but a lot of times we've realized, okay, that one didn't really work. We didn't do great at that. So we kind of need to change it this time. Or maybe it's like, hey, we've done great at that. We don't need to keep that as a family rule anymore because it's just our standard. So let's come up with a new rule. As you're discussing these family rules and goals that you have for each other and for yourselves, something to keep in mind is setting SMART goals, okay? Some of you know this acronym, but this is something that I used with my students a lot in the past, and it's something I refer to all the time when it comes to goal setting. So if you haven't heard of SMART goals before, SMART refers to... S is specific, M is measurable, A is achievable, R is realistic, and T is time-bound. So I'll explain each of those for just a minute. But the reason that I think this is really important is because, for example, when I was working with college students, a lot of times we would talk about, okay, you really need to make sure you go from a D to at least a B in this class, right, to make sure you're where you need to be. And they would say, don't worry, I'm going to get it done. And I would say, okay, how? How are you going to get it done? We have to make a plan, right? A lot of times people make goals that are way too broad, like get stuff done, (laughs) but that's not a very smart goal because it's too hard to know if you actually accomplish that or not, right? So as far as smart goals goal, S is for specific. So this means a straightforward and simple goal where it's something you can know if you actually did it or not. So for example, instead of just saying, I want to eat healthier, right? That's pretty broad and it might be hard to know if you actually did a good job of eating healthier or not. So instead, make it more specific by saying, I want to eat less carbs and less sugar and more vegetables, right? So a little more specific there. 
M is for measurable. How will you know if you did it or not? This usually includes some type of number. So rather than saying something like, I want to work out more often, make it a little more specific and measurable and say, I want to make sure that I do cardio exercises at least five times a week and yoga at least twice a week, right? So make sure you're measuring how you're going to get it done and when. The A is for achievable and R is for realistic. And a lot of times I combine these because I think they're really similar. But basically it means that make sure your goal is something that's important to you and that you can actually accomplish, okay? Don't make it so hard that you are gonna set yourself up for failure. Like for example, if you want to work out more often but you don't get off work until late every night, how are you going to fit it into your schedule, right? You can't say, I'm gonna make sure I work out seven days a week but knowing you'll never actually have the time to do that, right? So think about what's realistic and what's actually achievable for you when it comes to your limits and your schedule and your work and all that fun adult stuff. And make sure you're setting yourself up for success with a realistic goal. You don't want to be failing every week and feeling like a total failure, but you want to set realistic goals for yourself and think about starting small with that. And last but not least is T for time bound. So what is the time frame that you'd like to accomplish this goal in? Maybe it's something for the whole year, the whole 2021. And in 2022, you'll reevaluate how you did. Or maybe it's a shorter term goal. Maybe it's something like, I want to lose 10 pounds in the next five months. So make sure if it's something less than a year, if it's a shorter term goal, you label that whenever you are setting your goals for the year. A few other things that Justin and I discuss with our goal planning is our family mission statement. So for some of you, you might call this a mantra or a quote for the year. Again, we call it a family mission statement because we make it together, but this could be an individual thing or a family thing or both. You could have one of each. Some of ours have been things like serve God by growing closer to him personally and by serving others, right? That's one that's aligned with our faith, but you could also do a more simple one like help each other every day to be the best versions of ourselves and have fun along the way. So some kind of statement that summarizes your big goal for the year as a family and what your mission is and what your purpose is. And I know that's a lot to think about and there's probably a lot that you want to incorporate in there, but that's why we also do a list of family values. So we have our family mission statement, but then we list out our family values. So think of a few key words that you want to define what you or you and your family are all about. Again, you can't fit everything into your mission statement, so this can be kind of helpful to do first, maybe before you set your goals, to make sure that you are keeping up with your priorities when you do set your goals. But just think of some keywords that you want to really define you and your family. So like quality time, or having fun, or volunteer work, or generosity, being outdoors, eating well. It could be really a variety of huge things, but I would try to stick to less than seven, and it's okay if you have a really broad range of values because guess what? We are all very unique people and we have things that are important to us. So it's okay, try to include as much as you can, but don't make it too long of a list or else you'll probably forget what your family values are and you wanna make sure these are things that you keep in mind as the year progresses. And last but not least, something that we do to continue this conversation and make sure it's not just one quick conversation about our goals for the year is we ask each other some thought-provoking questions. So again, these are really good for continuing the conversation and engaging and making sure that our values and our goals are kind of ingrained in our mind for the year to come. It extends the conversation and really just promotes good, healthy communication. You could ask these questions to each other beforehand, before your goal setting comes, or afterwards, or both. We usually do a combo. 
And I will give the disclaimer that these questions are kind of designed for couples because we wrote them for ourselves. But if you're a single person, you could also use these questions with a roommate or maybe a friend who you want to help keep you accountable, okay? Not all of the questions will apply to you, but there are definitely some good ones that you can use with a friend who's also single and you want to help hold each other accountable or even a family member or someone that you live with or whatever it is, whatever fits your lifestyle. We like to ask each other these questions when we're in the car, on a long car trip, or even when we're out to dinner. Sometimes we'll write them down in a note in our phone and then we'll pull out our phone while we're eating and just kind of scroll through the questions and have a really good conversation at dinner. I'm going to put the full list of questions on my website, so there will be a link to that in the show notes, but a few examples of these thought-provoking type questions are, what's something you're not looking forward to this year? What's something you'd like to see change this year? What would you like to do more of this year? And they're not all about the year ahead. Some of them are more reflective type, and some of them are just for plain fun and laughs. But again, they promote really good conversation, and there is one rule to these questions, which is both people have to answer. So everybody involved has to answer. Now, if you are doing these questions alone, that's totally fine. You can make it work. But if it's a couple or a pair of friends, make sure you both answer these questions. You can check the show notes to get the link for the full list, which will be linked to my website. And that's really all I have for you. I hope you found this episode helpful. Like I said, we all have resolutions and reflections as we enter into a new year, but my hope is that this list helps you to make changes that actually stick and that for any couples out there, this helps improve your relationship and your communication. I think it's a really important thing to do for individuals and couples together. Make sure you check out the show notes on whatever app you're listening to, or you can head straight to my website, heartfelthippy.com for that list of questions. And don't forget that there will be a new show this Thursday with me and my main man talking about all the things that happened in 2020 and what we have planned ahead for 2021. I've had some listeners submit questions and they're super fun. I can't wait to share this episode with you. Don't forget to leave a rating or review on whatever app you're listening to. Subscribe to the show so that you get notified when the next episode is available and keep seeking to get enlightened. Peace out.